From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. There are no statewide races or issues to be decided today, but two congressional seats are up for grabs, the 11th District in the Cleveland area and the 15th District in Central Ohio. Dave James has the details. In the 11th, Democrat Chantel Brown is taking on Republican Laverne Gore. That's to replace Marsha Fudge, who was picked by President Biden to be the director of housing and urban development. In the 15th, Democratic State Representative Allison Russo is up against Republican Mike Carey, a coal industry lobbyist. Republican Steve Stivers left that seat to head the Ohio Chamber of Commerce. There are also elections for mayor in Cleveland, Toledo, and Cincinnati. Dave James, I went in news. In suburban Cleveland, police in Westlake are investigating after three people were found dead inside of a home late yesterday morning. Betsy Kling has the story. Officers received a call to go to a home on Willow Run just after 11. After the caller said that they had gone to check on a resident, they saw what appeared to be a dead body. The police captain says two men and a woman had gunshot wounds. He called this a rare and tragic event. Right now, the relationships between the three people are being investigated. Police are calling this a contained incident, and there was no sign of forced entry. I'm Betsy Kling. In East Central Ohio, people in Zanesville are trying to make sense of a double murder that ended the life of a recent high school graduate. More from Angela Ann. Malachi Curry was killed Saturday along with another man. He graduated from Zanesville High School last year and was a beloved classmate and football player. The school district yesterday posted this onto Facebook saying, A sad day indeed. Malachi Curry, class of 2020. Authorities in Monroe County arrested Jacob Wilson for two counts of aggravated murder. They are not saying, however, what led up to those murders. I'm Angela Ann. A former Ohio State football player is recovering after being shot in the leg over the weekend. Yolanda Harris has more. Cleveland police say Columbus native and Baltimore Raven Malik Harrison was struck by a stray bullet after several shots were fired. Harrison is now out of the hospital and has returned to Baltimore. Four people have been arrested in connection with this case, and they're all charged with inducing panic, vandalism, and improper handling of a firearm. I'm Yolanda Harris. In Licking County, the Ohio State Highway Patrol says alcohol is believed to be a factor in a crash that killed 19-year-old Ashley Church early Monday morning. Clay Gordon has more with the man who helped the driver out of the wreckage. Troopers say a 17-year-old was driving on Mink Street when the vehicle crossed over the center line and crashed into the tree line by a farm. He opened the door and when he did, he stepped out and he just fell to the ground. So I pulled him away and uh, his pant leg was on fire. So I took my shirt off and put the fire out on his pant leg. The teenage driver is still in in the hospital in serious condition. The highway patrol says the driver would not be alive if it wasn't for Gary Darce helping him. I'm Clay Gordon. A doctor in Columbus is telling parents about the importance of getting their children vaccinated against the coronavirus. Krista Frost reports. Dr. Michelle Gola told me there's more to worry about if your child does get COVID. MISC, a concerning hyperinflammatory condition. The kids might get two to six weeks after getting COVID-19. So they might have an asymptomatic case of COVID-19, but then at that two to six week mark, they get a high fever, maybe low blood pressures, maybe even go into shock and end up in the ICU. And that's just one of the illnesses that can come as a response to getting COVID for kids. Krista Frost from Nationwide Children's Hospital. 
Akron-based First Energy has agreed to refund customers $306 million for collecting significantly excessive profits over a three-year period. Here's Tracy Townsend. The settlement between First Energy and the Ohio Consumers Council and other groups includes $96 million in direct refunds, including $51 million to residential customers. Customer bills will see another $210 million in credits over a four-year period starting next year. Consumers Council Bruce Weston says the refund is a culmination of hard-fought efforts over several years to secure refunds for consumers regarding First Energy's high profits. I'm Tracy Townsend. In suburban Cleveland, Bedford High School students are learning remotely until November 29th because of fights and other recent incidents. Marissa Sines has more. A statement from the Bedford City Schools superintendent reading in part, quote, Obviously none of this is ideal. However, we have to address safety issues. We want our students to feel safe so they can concentrate. Ken Trump, who specializes in school safety and security, argues that remote learning doesn't fix issues like this and is a contributing factor to the rise in violence. It makes no sense because of violence to push them back into remote learning, which causes those anxieties and social emotional concerns in the first place. I'm Marissa Sines. The police chief is out in a city in the northwestern corner of the state. Melissa Andrews reports. The city of Bryan voted to demote its police chief and bring in a new interim chief. Council approved a plan to reassign Chris Chapa to patrolmen. An internal investigation into the former chief did not find any reason to file charges after a complaint by former assistant chief Gary Moore. But council says Chapa agreed to the demotion. He will not be able to join the union for 12 months or apply for any other leadership position. I'm Melissa Andrews. And many people adopted pets during the pandemic, and now there's a shortage of veterinarians in Ohio and across the country. Amy Steigerwald has more. The shortage of vets comes as many people not only are getting pets, but are also reevaluating their career prospects as pandemic restrictions lift. I spoke with Midway Animal Hospital in Bowling Green, and they just hired a new vet on their staff, and they searched for that vet for almost a year. They tell me they are one of a few vets in the area that have been able to keep up with new pets needing care. Amy Sagerwald in Toledo. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.